It's a special week on the Three Martini Lunch. We're talking midterms, answering your questions, and much more. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts. I've talked a lot about the Keltec KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Keltec KSG? Well, like everything that Keltec invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun, and the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. There was a story, I'm looking for this now. Um, it is a, it's a story on Law and Order, and I was, where's this at? All right, maybe I had it under crime. But it was an amazing story of someone who, had gotten it because everybody records everybody and it's just garbage at this point i'm just so everybody thinks that they're going to ruin somebody's lives because they they got somebody doing something stupid on um on camera where is this story at you know the one i was telling you about yesterday no 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 the the uh i probably man i hope i didn't delete it let me pull this up it was this uh woman she had a um uh, a boutique and she got she was like apparently drunk and she pulled into a parking lot she took two parking spaces and she got into an argument uh with these individuals that were outside and one of them was a man who identifies as a woman and she was yelling and yeah she was being she was drunk and being stupid and at one point so but yet they were too they were totally also being stupid i mean one way to uh not de-escalate a situation is to shove continue shoving your phone in someone's face and recording something i mean that's just it's just petty and stupid at that point but she had pointed uh like you know how you're you're arguing with someone may, well you're you've seen it you're like point you, you're you're pointing at someone and sometimes you just like with your index finger you might touch somebody's shoulder or something like that apparently that's what happened and she ended up she was going to be charged with battery, but they apparently elevated it to assault because he identifies as a woman and because there was the identity politic in play that it increased the penalty and severity of the crime. And I am mystified by that because it shouldn't how and who you screw should not change the severity of a penalty right, right. do you and you were i'm looking at y'all i, I apologize i, I accidentally deleted the stupid I thing put the story in slack for you so you can see it but if anyone saw the video yes. they just saw that it was a like a it's t- in texas a touch on the shoulder or something like that mm-hmm. was considered assault but then because the couple that was touched yes identifies evan as, Berryhill jewel yeah they arrested her on assault charges 
And she owns, well, she owns, I guess they're going to close it now, Texas Angels Boutique. And they are like, try, they're going after her. She had said at one point, Republican all the way or whatever. She was, I mean, clearly had been drinking. She was taking out, she was, uh, he was taking out the trash. He accused her, although I don't think that was part was on camera. He said, it's like he said, she said at this point, he said she almost ran him over. She said they were just mad because she wasn't in her, she was taking two parking spots. That is kind of, you know, douchey to take two parking, parking spots. But she was accused of touching him. And because of the transgenderism involved, it was, she was charged with assault. That's preference of one group over another in front of the law because if it was two women, that wouldn't have, that charge would not have been elevated. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. Well, this is a crazy freak accident. A 63-year-old beachgoer was killed when she was impaled by a beach umbrella after strong winds lifted the pole out of the sand and drove it into her chest in front of her horrified friends who had screamed at her to duck. This is horrible. Tammy Peralt... She was at Garden City Beach, and she died. Uh, she died about an hour later at the hospital from chest trauma, and it was near Scotty's Beach Bar. Uh, apparently, it was a hangout where she was a regular. But the wind just apparently everyone said duck, and it was just one of those freak accidents. And she was kind of in the line of fire, and it impaled her. That's horrifying. Um, oh my gosh, that's that's absolutely horrifying. That's horrible. Uh, let's see this. This is an interesting story. This um, there was a study done that said secret spending by spouses may actually strengthen the relationship. A girlfriend of mine sent me this study as like a joke because, and she also sent it to her husband. And I'm like, secrets, because she's one of those people who always goes to Ulta and Sephora and buys everything. And then he's like, where are you getting all of these things? It's that. Uh, but they, I think it's the study, it's from the Journal of Consumer Psychology. They're talking about not like major spending items. You know what I mean? Just like like smaller stuff, like basically what my friend was explaining. Uh, but they said that 90% of participants were able to call a recent secret consumer behavior. That's kind of dumb. I think this whole story, this whole study is kind of weird, isn't it? It's like, you know, that's just called like, you know, a partnership and you're going out and you have to purchase things or maybe you want to, I don't know, weird. Uh, I get this, uh, this is, well, happened earlier a little bit actually right before we came to air. Salman Rushdie was attacked on a lecture stage in New York. There's been a fajwa on him for as long as I can remember, uh, but an Associated Press reporter witnessed a man confront him on stage and then either punching him or stabbing him. Uh, like up to 10 or 15 times as he was being introduced. He was pushed or fell to the floor. We don't know anything else other than just simply that. The other big story is the CDC recommendations. They're no longer uh, making any kind of distinction between the people who have been vaccinated, air quotes vaccinated, and the people who haven't. And they're saying, yes, You know, you can get infected after you get your injection. So there's the breakthrough. And they finally are considering natural immunity. So are all of the people who were fired for not getting the jab, including members of the military, are they going to get their jobs back? Is there going to be a national apology from the administration when they were using the phrase pandemic of the unvaccinated over and over and over again. Do all the people who decided to like end friendships and, you know, excommunicate people because they weren't injected, do they feel bad and ridiculous about their behavior now? I wonder. I doubt it. 
Yeah, I doubt so too. I'm also hearing is it Pennsylvania schools are requiring masks for the 10, first days. ten days of school? Philadelphia specifically. Even so Philadelphia CDC? schools are are for the first ten days of the school year. They came out with that today. They're apparently going to require masks, even though masks don't work, and there was no basis in science for it either, nor for the six feet of distance. God, I mean, how, these are hashtag facts. How quickly the idi- the idiocy spread? It spread faster than the virus. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you you had. I mean, I think. For under the the guise of trying to do something that's like you know kind of like what they just wanted to be seen as doing something it it was almost as if the consequence of not doing something even if it was in fact ineffective was like greater than the spread to these people it it just but it escalated beyond that i mean everyone was sick until proven healthy that's how Mm -hmm. it escalated to um i hope we never get there again i mean it irrevocably changed relationships in this country and, you know, the idea there were people who were referring to the, the, uh, the people who had natural immunity as being murderers because they didn't get the injection. Right. And now the CDC is like, yeah, well, you know, now we're not going to make any dis- any distinction. There's no differentiation between the between the groups. Yeah. So this is that's shameful. Absolutely shameful. But you know what? It says a lot. Because if a re- if relationships or, or anything like that were so fragile that uh, you know they would the government they would listen to the government edict on how to manage their associations, then it wasn't much of a relationship at all. And as far as the jobs go, for all of the people who you know lost their jobs, particularly the military, that's <sighs> I tell you what today in stupidity, Kane. All right, Robert Francis O'Rourke, also known as Beta. Beta O'Rourke was out there talking about oh um, gosh, constitutionally protected rights, and he's he asked the question, is any constitutional protected right absolute? In my opinion, yes, but listen. Now, there's another decision for us to make. Is the Second Amendment absolute, or are there some restrictions on it? Is, is any constitutionally protected right absolute? He doesn't even know what that means in the context. I mean, it is absolute in, when you're discussing infringement from government. And it's also, of course, as, as Scalia noted and as, as the different uh, colonies, uh, their laws on this noted. I mean, for commonly owned things, so when people are like, but can you have a nuke? That's not a, an arm, first of all. So stupid. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> It's time for Florida Man. I'm trying to figure out which one of these headlines I'm going to be able to actually read. Because apparently... How do I do this? Okay. This... um, uh, An 85-year-old Florida man visited a special kind of store for adults and made a purchase and it was a purchase for a (laughs) private romance device here kane you look at the sweet little headline and you tell me how to do it why do you do stuff i did because it's like i think you said it perfectly though i don't think i I don't think it could be improved upon okay so an 80 that gets gets me because he's 85 85 year old florida man he he visited this store. He purchased a $36 individual private romance device. Massager. Sure. And it didn't do what it was supposed to do. And so he's suing the store. 
Now, what gets me about this is, did he not know that something like this is going to go public? (laughs) I mean, would you rather... I mean, he's willing to face that kind of, you know, like what we're doing here. Right. But for $36? $36. Yeah, did, yeah, Juan makes a good point. Did he read the instructions? It's probably some batteries that just weren't in it. I mean, he actually went to small claims court. He Apparently, the, the store doesn't accept returns once the packaging's been open. And he's like, look, it didn't work. <laughs> or op, I don't know. I'm done with the story. I can't. Anyway, they're apparently going to court and he has no shame. I'm just saying. I've heard of a lot of things being stolen before, but this is real specific. Authorities in Fort Myers are looking for a Florida man suspected of stealing wine and toilet paper. Sorry, toilet. Southern Missouri's creeping in. Toilet paper. Wine and toilet paper from a Fort Myers Publix. Is that the is Publix the big is that the big supermarket in Florida? Because it is always a Publix. It is never a Ralph's. It's never a Kroger. It is a Publix. Every time I got one of these headlines, it's a Publix. So this was on May 26. He went into the store, and he's an older man, too. I I mean, he's like a papa age man. He went in. Y'all, he got $1,500 worth of items. Multiple bottles of wine. Several packages. (laughs) of toilet paper they're looking for this guy so you're supposed to call southwest florida crime stoppers if you see him but wine and toilet paper sounds like a party (laughs) just saying oh my gosh i can't read this headline Uh, although it's a it's a legitimate can you're welcome to if you want i put it in slack for you if you're you're welcome to read that if you want to yeah you know we don't have enough time okay look at you that's all right we're gonna go to break okay there you go kane's he's too afraid to it was it was sort of like a parenthood scene. And what? Nothing. You know, you remember the movie Parenthood, Steve Martin and Mary Steenburgen, oh, yeah, yeah. and after they left the pizza place and he was stressed out. Okay, so that happened, but a woman hit a FedEx truck, or the guy driving hit a FedEx truck. That's the story. Kane's too afraid to read it. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a special week on the Three Martini Lunch. We're talking midterms. A year since Biden's disaster in Afghanistan. We'll preview Jim's new novel and we'll answer your questions. I'm Greg Corumbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.